Uh, episode 101 is coming to you without one of our main guys here. It's Mark Halpin is in bed sick. He's a fallen soldier. He's coming yes. down with a tummy bug or something along that line. So he's not. He's very under the weather. He was supposed to come in, but half an hour he was late dropout. So yeah. I've been uh, filling in. Was it? Yeah, it's like a player getting injured in the in. drafted in. Yeah, player getting injured in the warm up. So I have to. Yeah. <laughs> start, yes. And Ashton's here as well. Thank you, Ashton. I don't really have a choice. <laughs> Maybe Vinci. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, nice of you to join us, man. Um, hopefully, Mark will be well enough with the tender, loving care of Breed. Uh, he will be well enough for Friday, the twenty second of April. You have to get your tickets, folks. Paperchooses.com forward slash buy hyphen tickets, or just go on to our Instagram bio. Niall Basil Kennedy and Spike O'Sullivan, they're going to be class. I, I actually during the week I went to Basil's house and. I was only there three seconds and he gave me a tea, cup of tea straight away and I was there chilling with Basil and his wife Neve just in the front of their estate and I had some crack, I had some crack. They had these Olympic races and they have really competitive neighbours that are a little bit older than their own son so they have different starting zones and then, oh, yeah. So it's a fair advantage for all the kids kind of. Yeah, it is so good and it just, it felt like summer and it just, it was so pure and, uh, Pure entertainment. Do yeah. they live in Garden City? No, Crea Domain. Oh, because wasn't there like a Garden City Olympics or Summer Olympics or Games or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've in the yeah. podcast before. He might yeah. be saying, yeah. what was it, Garden Leagues or... Oh, yeah, well, the... Street was it, the Street Leagues. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. true, actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then remember in the night of the live show, Breed was talking about uh, sport. There's this man and he used to run, like sport competitions and he was called sport in the garden city in the sand hole and people in the crowd instantly thought that like there was there was uh poor behavior they going on they were making allegations yes yeah yeah but there was none of that in going thanks be to god well maybe not anyway maybe not now <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah so basil and spike are coming spike is gonna be class uh spike is like the court basil that's why i'm picturing this in my head anyway so like it's just imagine two basils on the stage like, yeah. so it's a no-brainer and um we've two songs in store for you that is going to be unreal and um we've shane Byrne. Like Shane Byrne is just we, we instantly go to the boxers because we were creating the hybrid, yeah. but like Shane Byrne is just Shane Byrne's the mullet man. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, I'm looking forward to Shane Byrne now because like he does have all the T V presence and like he's mm. an Ireland rugby and Lions rugby player, like he's very well established mm. and like I think he will be good because you were saying was it he was on the uh Brendan O'Connor show and he's very yeah. well on that. So he'd be well able to talk and he'd be well able well, to talk. Well, yeah. I'd yeah. say he'll have good stories from yeah. all yeah. his stories and stuff. Like, yeah. one of his, you know, you can have a good crack with someone when they say, Nothing in life has been straightforward for me. That's what he's coming <laughs> up with. And then he gives an example, and you're like, Okay, yeah, fair enough. His stag do was, took place the same weekend of, um, his stag do took place the same weekend of his uh, his debut for Ireland, oh, and they actually like his whole family travelled over into this very like he actually his first game was against Romania and his last game was against Romania. Oh, so like nice. how rare is yeah. that as well? Yeah. For, yeah. So they went over to Romania for the stag do. Whatever. I don't know why it was so tight that they had to. I, I don't know. He must have been pulled in last minute or something to play, and yeah. that's how he got his first cap. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like his first. And I'm sure we'll get him to tell the story, which may be a lot better. But like his first throw in was, uh, or line out, as they actually call him, is um, was with his family right behind him, 
and there was absolute dead silence yeah. as he threw it in, like because like just don't mess this <laughs> up, you know. They're all like, doing the same motion behind. Them, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's gas. That's a good story. Yeah, like it's just cr- yeah, it's very unique. Anyway, like um, yeah, he's he's a good fella. So uh, we have with Shane Byrne and we've. The Fab and Flood, that's just going to be... Yeah. That's the yeah. yeah. And we did yoga on the beach. Yoga is going to feature in some time for just... We'll leave it at that. But, like, I was... Uh, I haven't told you about doing the yoga. But, no, um, but uh, first of all, me. if you're a couple and uh, you want something exotic to do, I'd recommend do yoga together. Because it was very We've intimate. We've never done yoga together and probably never will, but... No, and you've no, you've no passion or no interest in it. True? <laughs> you pick your words. <laughs> yeah, but you're not for yoga. You're no, not I'm for not yoga. for yoga. Yeah, that's okay. You don't you don't have to be. But Mark and I were doing yoga. And I thought, JD, back here. Oh, right? sorry. You were talking about your Mark's coupling, not our coupling. <laughs> when you referred to a couple, you meant you and Mark. No, I meant like if if both of you are open to it, I'm not saying that Mark and I are going to do yoga every week now on the beach. Maybe I'm just I just, <laughs> I just mean that if you've a man and a no sorry, <laughs> take it back. If you're in a relationship and if you're both into yoga, do it. That's all. Yeah, We're in twenty twenty two. Alright guys. Recommendation of the week. Yes, there we go. There we go. Because there was this she got us doing all these poses, so like we got feet up against each other and hands up against each other and I don't know what that was, but it was we you twisted to the side and Mark twisted to the other side and you held each other's knees and I don't know, it was just very very uh, intimate, personal, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very romantic. You wouldn't do it with everyone, like it was. <laughs> you only do it with the ones you love. <laughs> but like, how do you find it? Shane? Yeah, I know. It was go crack now. Like looking at you, still struggle in some of the balls is go crack. <laughs> yeah, and obviously, we, like, right. So I was going to give away a bit more, but like the scenery was beautiful. It was. Yeah, everything and uh, Ashley, who was the yoga instructor, was very good crack. She mm. went well up for it, like so. Made the, she was. the whole experience very enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. But, yeah, sorry. I was going to. Uh, Friday, 22nd of April, be there, be square. Yeah, you have to. Please. And tell your. Do you know what? Tell three people you know. You don't have to. Just go up to someone in Pettits and say, Paper Tuesdays are on a Gory Little Theatre on Friday, 22nd of April. And take your change and just leave or something like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. You get the picture. Yeah. We're very, we're very much. Put, I'm confident though that we're going to have a big crowd. But uh, I want to spread the word as wide as possible because since the pandemic, we now leave things a little bit later because this is such a novelty now. We've things to do, so we like to, we like to be whores for choice, and we like to say, oh no, I'll just lastminute.com, and I'll just take that there. So I'm calling you out, post-pandemic person. Please just buy your tickets. Yes, I think that's a hard enough sell. I think you've rubbed it in enough now. Yeah. <laughs> Jane, you have a game for us? I do. So, obviously, I was drafted in late here, so I decided I had to bring in a game to this to fill up the space because I had no idea what I was going to talk about. <laughs> so, okay, you can call it what you want. It's either this or that, or would you rather? So, the first question, it kind of goes more gory as we go along. So, okay. uh, football or hurling? It's for both of you to answer. Right, this is a natural question. I'm yeah. going to say hurling, and you're going to say? Well, it depends. Playing or Ooh. watching? Open to interpretation. <laughs> playing, football, watching, hurling. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, playing, hurling, watching, hurling. And Shane? Yeah. I don't know. Like, definitely watching hurling is better than watching football. But I'm kind of 50-50 between football and hurling. Like, I do enjoy playing both. But 
it kind of brings in the atmosphere of it. Like for like if I was playing like playing with Castellan, I prefer playing Harden than I do. I play football like enjoy going to Harden more because there's more kind of grit sure. grit to it and people like everyone's everyone in the Harlan setup is there because they fucking love Harlan like and then football's a bit more professional because it's obviously mm-hmm. higher level, higher grade, it's senior, so everything's taken more seriously. Like there's it's setting a tone of being serious and we want to be the best football team in the county whereas like with the Harlan you go in there it's like we're gonna fucking give it our all and try get promotion this year. It's that kind of grit to it that's more more like we have a point to prove. Were you at the game down it was in the South Horsewood? Were you at the Horsewood? No, I was injured so I didn't go down. Oh right. Yeah, Mark told me a story though that he um did he end up getting no, I don't think he actually got a yellow card, but he I think he just you're saying like he was that riled up or something that he he, he uh used that motivation then to uh to commit an injury. Yeah. And uh he committed foul probably more so. But uh he caused uproar because it was just so out there and all. But like um Mark was just doing what he does, so like he was just real clear-headed, whereas I am the exact opposite on the field. I am the most irrational person <laughs> when it comes to a, sma- a decision on the hurling field. If it was off the hurling field, I might, I might take the upper ground, upper high ground and say, yeah, but yeah, and, and you know, this sort of thing. But when a sideline ball goes against me, I <laughs> am, it's as if someone has taken all my porridge and I've not seen it for the rest of the day. <laughs> Goldilocks is just Yeah, angry Goldilocks. Yeah, yeah. It's the injustice of it. Yeah, I'd be the same. Like I'd have a very hot head playing Harlem football and it'd always be the same that I'd start fighting Mark and come in and try to break up. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, beware. beware. Yeah, I definitely calmed down the last few years but like yeah, when I was kinda of like starting off playing adult Harlem football, like I would have been very, very yeah. raw. Um yeah, so then moving on to the next one, rugby or soccer? Rugby. Rugby. Yeah, no, but exactly. I've, I've, oh. I, I do enjoy watching rugby, but it's probably capped at Ireland, and like I couldn't really give a shit other than that. Like everyone's all like, if you're into rugby, you're at Sport Leinster and Ireland, obviously from where we are. But I couldn't really care less. I watch yeah. the Six Nations and I enjoy watching the Ireland playing rugby. And I don't really. Mark is an even lower interest. Yeah, in rugby Mark, than you. yeah. I don't think Mark even watches Six Nations. No, and but, it's gas because I thought everyone kind of has a nominal interest, but no, he doesn't even. Is this match going to matter? He doesn't even know. Like, you yeah, know? like, like, I wouldn't. Like, if I would say if I had something on and there were Ireland six nations on, I was like, I probably would just do the other thing. Like, I wouldn't really mm. focus on that. Whereas, like, if Ireland were playing in soccer, like, I'd make it my business to try and watch or even go to the match. Right. Big, big into Irish soccer. Then more That's why you and Freeco are so close. Yeah, my other <laughs> Freeco has kind of more likes to call him. Uh, yeah, yeah, Freeco's a good man for going to the Wexford Youths uh, hooligan. Say him and uh, Hooper, and there's another man, Mick, their friend, they always. Mick Purcell. Mick Purcell. Big shout out to Mick Purcell. Yeah, they convoy them to the extra matches, and they even go to the few of the way matches, like they were up in Bray there last week and everything. So, yeah, big fans of the Wexford uh, soccer. And what to be a Wexford soccer fan, what do you need? I think patience. Yes. Um, resilience. Tissues to cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> need a car, I need to get the fucking down to Ferry Car because, like, yeah, so I wouldn't be arsed now driving down to Ferry Car watching Wexford play. Like, Frequently was that nearly every Friday, and say if it was say if it was more in the centre, like maybe it was in Enscorty or Ferns or something, I'd probably go if there was a soccer match on there, like and go support them. But like going down to fucking Ferry Carrick, if you're not like if you're not within say a half an hour driving, I couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, but see, I'd say it is a half hour to Ferry Carrick now with the motorway, no? Ah, a bit more. Well, you be not from putting here. the foot down, yeah. Yeah, from here, yeah. A big shout out to Ian Dowdall who was doing the sound yesterday. 
and he revealed that he is following Eamon Ryan's advice of driving sore. Yeah. And he says that, now in fairness, he is commuting to Dublin, so that's his fuel bill is probably higher, but he's saying he's saving 30 euro a week by going at 100 kilometres an hour okay. instead of 120. Now, I don't think that would interest you, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. I no. did the exact same. I got, like... Oh yeah, you <laughs> like my. I, I'm very impatient driver. I I get severe road rage when mm. like anyone's driving slow in front of me. I have it's the speed limit and you drive it and you don't go under, you don't go over. Especially going into Gory there, like on that kind of the, the Arclo Road or whatever. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. People drive. Yeah, because that's a hundred. Yeah, and you're like it's perfectly fine to go hundred. Yeah, and people go eighty and under, mm. and I'm just like, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's the same if I was driving to Dublin. Like if I'm on motorway, like I'm the. Cruise control, like just speed set. Uh, once again, more weight, one twenty. Set it. Don't, go. don't, yeah. don't, don't shift off it unless like there's traffic. Just yeah. stay one twenty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So next question: golf or tennis? Oh. Neither. <laughs> um. Probably. Oh God. Probably golf. I don't know. I was gonna say tennis, but I don't even know why. Like. Yeah. Um. The Masters. I didn't know my dad was as much into it. He was, was all over Lowry. That's kind of what made me think I didn't even know it was on until I heard two consultants in work talking about it. And I was like, what are they talking about? And then I went and Googled Shane Lowry and I realised he was doing pretty okay at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Where is he at in the moment? He's tied third or fourth. Anyway. I think he was He was doing well yesterday. He went to four under, but now I think he's two under. I just think he's tied third maybe. Um, but yeah, yesterday he was second and he was going very well. That's just, it's the same thing, my opinion on like golf and tennis will be the same as like soccer and rugby. I love golf and like I watch golf like a good bit and then I'd only watch Wimbledon for the tennis. Like I do like watching Wimbledon but I wouldn't really. Yeah, but I'd say I'd watch like maybe one match and then that'd be it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If Is that I, summer I think, as well? You're not yeah. going to be big watching television in the summer. In the summer, yeah. 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 I think I like the idea of like mm. going to a strawberries, and, strawberries mm. and pims and that kind of crap. Yeah. 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 Um, just on the golf, uh, no, it's gone actually. Yeah, yeah, on the golf there, like, watch it. Like, I think because I'm so into, like, more into golf is because there's good Irish golfers and, like, oh, yeah. the best in the world. Yeah. Like, like, Shane Lowry, especially Shane Lowry, fucking low Shane Lowry with passion. I, uh, and he's just because he's pure awfully, pure Irish, loves the hurling. Like when he's in Ireland, he goes to the awfully, mm-hmm. awfully GA matches and he loves it. And when he won uh, the Open there a few years, the British Open a few years ago, like he went back down to his local pub and the streets were littered with people. It was like a, like a, 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 a yeah, kind of final, like people going there to drink and he was in the middle of the bar with the fucking trophy and giving it yeah. socks. Like just because he's just a regular lad, but he's fucking classic golf. He That's, hit me 30 quid one time. Yeah. And served him in boxes. Very and nice. I think he did. He go up to Blue Light. Yes, he did. On the on the way down to yes, awfully. Yeah. Was there a big crowd there? Did you go on that night or did um, you go? No, I wasn't there. But the football team went up to see him. I wasn't training though. The Stars team. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. the local yeah. team. Um, I think there. Like I don't. I think he went there because he knew that people wouldn't like necessarily go there if they knew that he was there. Do you know that kind of? I think it was just the standard. Locals and druggies that were there. <laughs> classic. Mm. Um, just on, I remember now, Lowry, uh, I think he gave something, oh, this is classic Irish folktale now, but I think he gave a ludicrous amount of money towards Offaly GA, and they now have the Faithful Fields uh, Centre of Excellence as a result of it, and it is a really impressive top-class facility, mm. and it's something in the hundreds of thousands that apparently he gave. Fuck. It's, uh, you used to drive mm. by it. Uh, it's on. It's near Burr. And it's a great setup altogether. 
Do you know what they do well actually there? The branding. I'm sure you agree with this now, Shane, but like mm. posters up and visually catching your attention and actually making you feel something. In bar? Like in the dressing room. Oh, like, right. As oh, in, and, uh, you're, yeah. Now you're in Offaly GA quarters. So like instead of just, you know, the fine building and, you know, you appreciate the fine building, everything was about, you know, eat well, do this. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Big feel good factor. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Next question. Uh, <laughs> Gory to win the senior hurling or win the intermediate football? I'm guessing by, by the other answer, it Join. will be the first. Oh, as in like do you yeah. prefer? Yeah. Which would you prefer? Uh, would you right. prefer them to win the senior hurling again, or would you prefer them to win the intermediate and be a dual club? It's four years since we. It's four years this year yeah, since man. we won it's senior hurling. That feels like fucking last, like two years ago. Yeah. So I don't like being a one. I don't like the phrase one in a row team, so I'd like to <laughs> win that. Yeah, I think there'd be more crack. Our social correspondent, Ashton Keane. Thank you, Ashton. No <laughs> uh, so, holiday abroad or staycation? Holiday abroad. Oh. Done. Well, yeah. Ashton wants that at the moment. I'm a big fan of staycation. When you do it right, no, you have to spend a lot Can we just go to. Our holiday last year in Leitrim. Yeah, but can we just can go we to just our most recent staycation? The one where we nearly got murdered by the Airbnb serial killer. Man. Oh, yes. So I just thought, like you just saying, man's house. I appreciate this. But um, we were at a time Michael when the whole country. Michael decided that he would book. Oh, you should no, book actually, this out. my fault. Because I told Michael to go ahead and book it. And he sent me photos. I didn't go into the Airbnb and actually look at it, like what it said. And we were staying in the man's house. Now the house looked fine and the house was fine. A little jaded, but it was fine. But your man was weird. Mm. He was really, really weird. And like we locked our door at night time because I would be afraid that he we would have woke up with him in the bed beside us. <laughs> he was odd. Really, really odd. Lonely, I'd say very lonely. Yeah, and obviously, Michael, you knew that this man was going to be in the house. I did, yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't do, I don't think I'd do it again. But see, can we have a bit of context? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. I thought this was me, but yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But a little bit of context. um, Everyone was there were very few properties there last year, but that was anyway. But uh, yeah, I think stay in a hotel. This is another recommendation. I'm so preachy. Stay in a in a hotel and just stay in the hotel. Don't leave it for two days, and you'll be for quite relaxed. Yeah. It's a queer nice feeling. Have you ever done it with Roisin around it? Yeah, we go to Seafield the other time. Obviously, it's only fucking 10 minutes outdoors. But like, <laughs> I like Seafield now. The the whole like, it's very fancy and very posh. Mm. And yeah. and like I love the spa, the like the heated outdoor pool out there. Yeah, that's very nice. It's unbelievable. Like, you'd be like you'd have, like nearly be melting as you're coming out of it. Like it's just so relaxing. You're you feel so good after being there. And then obviously go for dinner and drinks and mm. the food's really nice. Mm. And, like staff are really good there, so I actually really like it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm probably like 70 30 in favor of holiday abroad because I love going abroad and I love going, like, especially going to the likes of America or like like sunny holidays in Spain and stuff. I love mm. doing that. But I also love, I really, I think this summer I'm going to try get out to the West and go to like see all this because obviously I have the cameras and the drones, so, so I think if I like a view, it'd be. Like hidden. I think holidays in Ireland are great if you've nice weather. Yeah. Like you can't beat all day here. It's just you can't guarantee the weather. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That is the pain. Yeah. Like if you're going there and it's raining and you just kind of put it you can't down, you can't down. really do well. Momo says like he dressed for the weather, but like <laughs> who really wants to be in like 
massive big raincoat yeah. soaked to the skin like yeah oh, no. it was like i mean donegal was great when it was nice weather yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah that's, what, that's one of my favorite holidays when like uh when we went up to uh breeze house from mm. mac and breed and like like it was just so out of the way and the weather was unbelievable yeah. and like you're yeah. literally on like the furthest part like you couldn't really go for from here you can't really go further away and like i don't think i like that's the first time that i've seen like water that that blue it was so nice out yeah there. it was okay yeah um, and then like like that during the pandemic when obviously uh, Northern Ireland and all was reopened for us uh, and everyone was going to Belfast. Yeah. Me and Oshin went to Belfast and exploited their uh, <laughs> lack of lockdown. And that was one that was another one of the holidays I really really loved because we got like a really uh, not a really nice hotel and it was really cheap because obviously there was mm. not no one was coming from abroad so like they were rock bottom prices and we were right in the centre of Belfast and like all the restaurants and like bars and all were kind of mostly mostly freely open and. Like the food places we went were unreal because Roisin is like gluten free and like she can't have the areas well. like so she's, like there's a limited number of places we can eat. I always have to make sure sure beforehand there's some priority. And like we went to this one place called Pizza Punks in Belfast. If you're ever there, you make sure you go. Nicest pizza place I went. Like it was, I think it was only like eleven euro, eleven pounds for a pizza, and they give you a whole fucking A three list of um toppings and it's unlimited toppings you can put on whatever right. and do cocktails as well and cocktails oh, are wow. savage there's uh you know the squashies sweets there was yeah. uh squashies uh cocktail there and it tastes the exact same <laughs> and it was unbelievable and again with like little drumsticks in like placed in them yeah, yeah. and me and Roshan drinking so many of them and like, i think a lot of people were as well and they ran out of drumsticks and we order them again it's like really sorry but no drumsticks like i don't give a shit about the sweets <laughs> give me but yeah i know belfast is class but yeah like me and Roshan plan to go to New York and Boston Ooh. at the end of the year because oh no it's not Boston it's Philadelphia New York Philadelphia because she has relations there so I can just go over and visit them and really looking forward to that now very good Ashton this in three days time Ashton will be in New York touch wood three days time when this is released yeah yeah now. that's how I talk as well okay. <laughs> <laughs> very nice yeah um even touch wood and God willing negative answer negative answer so uh, are you going out with family or are you going with yeah, friends? Or? Family. So my mum was 50 in 2020 and we booked it then to go. It's just been cancelled and cancelled yeah. and cancelled, so we're finally going to go now. Yeah. And your nan is how old? 78? She will be 78 this year, yes. Okay. And she's going with us. Like, the woman has never been in like a big city. She's probably in Dublin. Like, was she ever in Cork? Like I'd say Galway. maybe 10, no not 10 years ago, maybe like 5 years ago, she's probably in Dublin City Centre. She went on her honeymoon to Paris in like the 60s, 60s, 70s, and she's like, I'm sure I was in Paris, that was a big city. I was like, Nan, Paris in the 60s is not in any way yeah. comparable yeah. to New York. So we've been trying to like show her street view videos of New York to try and get her like accustomed to some culture shock. But yeah. like, she has no, she's like, been in cities you're like oh no yeah the busy yeah. like the like high pace like yeah. in new york yeah you're probably gonna hate her like she wants to, uh, yeah i think she will be a little bit overwhelmed mm. but she's like i'll be fine she's you know, very okay. open to it though like, yeah. yeah yeah she's got really getting like looking forward to it anyway, yeah so. yeah how long yeah. over um we go on saturday and we come back thursday so five days Six days, yeah. You have a lot to fit in there, you know, like, we've got your itinerary. So mum does. I've been there before. So we're going, it's me, my mum, my sister, my nan, and then my mum's friend, her daughter and her sister. So um, they've, Anne and Kate have been in New York before, and I've been before. So my mum, my nan, my sister, and Anne's sister haven't been there before. So 
mum has like a full mum's the kind of person that when she goes on a holiday like she has like an itemized list of things that she's doing like every day full itinerary like we get up at seven and we go here at eight and that kind of thing so mum is like trying to plan everything um but i'm like mum we're on a holiday like we don't need to be getting up at like seven o'clock in the morning it's fine uh so yeah fitting in a good bit of stuff but i've been before so it doesn't bother me if i don't really see anything but yeah yeah, we'll we'll looking forward to getting on a plane. Very good. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Right. Next question. Was it, what was the question? Uh, it was holiday abroad or something. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so now on, moving on to Gory for our next few questions. Uh, raspberry or Table 41? Oh. Oh, this is a toughie. You've this been to both, have you? Yes. Yeah. yeah, have you been to both? No, I've been to neither. So oh. uh, obviously this, this question came to mind because Michael and Ash very kindly got me a Table 41 oh. voucher. So and that is very graciously accepted by me and Ocean and we'll be going very soon. So I'm looking forward to that now, but oh yeah, I haven't been a raspberry either, I keep meaning to go. So but. they're very different, mm. as in... <sighs> I think you have to do both. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a I different think, night, like, yeah. that's the beauty of Gory, that's a really solid thing about Gory. So like, Table 41 is kind of, like, amazing food, amazing wine. I don't think they do cocktails there. No, don't think so. Um, Table 41 Relatively, like... It's not cheap, but it's not like crazy mm. expensive, like, um, and the food is really like it's not real fancy food. It's just wow. really, really good mm. food, and then raspberry, unbelievable cocktails, and the food's kind of like a little bit fancier, um, but their menu changes really frequently, which is nice. But yeah, I don't know, very mm. hard. They're two completely different vibes. Like raspberry trying to be kind of like kind of the fashionable place to be mm-hmm. and kind of like I don't know like more of a like night out kind of vibe yeah. where mm-hmm. Table 41 is kind of more chilled and laid back yeah. kind of vibe mm-hmm. but both are very good yeah it's, it's almost like pick. yeah Table 41 gets the, the food but maybe Raspberry gets the ambiance or uh, yeah. no, well that's... it depends on what you're going for yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 now I'm looking forward to trying the boat now over the next month or two the one thing that I do have against Raspberry is it's very like it can be not depending on where you're sitting in there it can be very noisy yeah. there's you know that bit that we sat in the last time we were there it's kind of a low roof down like it's kind of at the back a low roof and it's like very hard to hear people because mm. it's just kind of echoey there yeah yeah but, that was just before christmas like it was full house wasn't it yeah it was january yeah yeah but so yeah no, we yeah. didn't really answer um, that one <laughs> i'm gonna say chip before you yeah, I, I think it would, like... Obviously, because you're not drinking cocktails, so I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just something about it as well, the fact that we now have a Michelin bib in, in Goring. Mm. Kind of, like, that's what I like as well. So, yeah, table four. Very good. Uh, so now, uh, changing uh, food venue, Sorrento's or King Cod? I haven't been to either in ages. Yeah. I'm going to say King Cod. Yeah, I'd be saying, man. Loyal. Have I ever been in King Cod? <laughs> no. And I've been in Sorrento's. Yeah. So I'm going to have to say Sorrento's yeah. because I haven't been to King Cod. It's good. It's good that we're very balanced yeah. with all our eateries and more. Yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, last two, I think Sorrento's a chain is the owners now. So the last two times I've been there, it hasn't been great. Oh. So like, I think the quality has dipped. So I think I'd definitely go King Cod. Um, yeah. Like that last night I was up in Dublin, uh, like it was Roshin's mom's birthday and we surprised her with uh, 
dinner up in Dublin in Elephant Castle on Tower Bar. Very, very good. nice. Well, it's very good there. But the same thing happened. We were like at the front door and we were right under the speaker. Mm. And like Roshi was laughing at her mom and dad because when we were trying to talk, they were like, huh? <laughs> and Roshi was like, what's wrong with you? like, the fucking, the can't hear you with the speaker. <laughs> but yeah, same. But was, the food was very good. Like, um, And then we went to uh, the tree arena for the ABBA orchestra. So it was just basically like four people dressed up as ABBA scene and there was a full orchestra band. It was very good now. Um, but where was I going with that? <laughs> Um, what were we talking about? Elephant Castle. What was the question? Oh, was this table forty one speakers? Uh, I was I was going back then, like yeah. So after it was going back to the oh, yeah. So, yeah. so, so yes. yeah, obviously we went back and we were a bit hungry then after digging up and we got I uh, just like chips seven dozen and like this morning I woke up feeling like shit like oh. yeah. So yeah, King Gosh, that was a, an King interesting Pass, way yeah. to finish a night. Because we were parked obviously Ocean Lamb doesn't drink, so we were parked at the tree in a car park, so we just drove from like straight, straight back down. So like I, we went like back through the toll bridge, like all that. So like if you're going that road there's no actual chippers. Oh along the way into the yeah. Unless you're going into in. into like Donny Rock somewhere, but like we weren't yeah. fucking bothering that. Like, yeah. We got home obviously. Actually if you're ever doing that again, do you remember that chipper we got those chips from um uh where is it? Oh it's near Fox Rock. We got them when we were up in Dublin. Oh, Jeans Grange. Jeans um, Grange. There's a classic chipper, an old time chipper, a bit like King. Like an Italian chipper. Yeah. In and the, the old paper. Just beside um, the old the paper bags. I, we Jeans actually Grange. we went by that and we pulled in and it was closed. Uh, it was half, oh, half 11 and it was. It was amazing. Yeah. And I wasn't, yeah. Ha- I wasn't even half 11, it was like four past 11. And it was, yeah. You gave it a well, shot. Yeah, it wasn't even. Sorry, it was eleven, and it was yeah. Closed, so yeah. I was for Saturday night. Maybe it's just it's not around like busy. Yeah, 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 no, no. They close early. But I'd say it's that busy that you can afford to close. Yeah, early, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, just a footnote. Uh, I was in Patrick's Cathedral last night. If you're ever looking for a, a good concert, and now I know it's classical music, uh, Patrick's Cathedral. The that I've never heard a sound quite like it because you can hear a pin drop and it's just perfect acoustics. Mm. And uh, they have Queen uh, by Candlelight in December, and they have The Four Seasons by Vivaldi in the next few months. So if you're thinking of treating someone, I'd recommend that. Where is it? Uh, Where's Patrick's Cathedral? Patrick's Cathedral is near Stephen's Green, it's, and it's near Christchurch. Yeah, um, yeah, kind of in between the two, isn't it? Yeah, and oh, for a good night out, I really recommend it. And um, yeah, my brother was leading the UCD Orchestra, Very so good. it was uh, quite the achievement. His final. Yeah. yeah. Well said, yeah. A proud yeah. moment for the Dwyer family. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Part of his own. Yeah. Uh, so, My Street or Doyle Garden? My Street. This is, uh, oh, I think I'll just go with the Royal Garden. <laughs> just, uh, Why? I don't want to. Oh, yeah, there's, the, yeah, there's facts behind this. So, right, yeah. ignore, ignoring <laughs> those facts that we're not going to mention because it, they're inconclusive evidence. <laughs> um, yes, innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, I go My Street food. Uh, <laughs> Like the I think the food out there is like I was like the spicy korma or the masama and like they have other stuff there. I got the honey chicken. Have you ever had the general size chicken? Mm-hmm. Oh, really nice. It's like sticky yeah. chicken. Yeah, yeah, that's what the honey chicken was like. I okay. love that. Like yeah. those like those little crispy yeah, bits yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah. Are yeah. Savage. Um, yeah, I went to the. Ro- I haven't. Okay, I either go to uh, like the only reason for uh, the Royal Garden there is because everyone always says that's the best Chinese in glory. It is. They do a Cornet Spice, or I got a tree one from there once and it was open. Yeah. See, I went, like, during the pandemic, me and Ocean got uh, spice, bag, spice boxes out there, and, like, it was, I thought it was going to be grand, but we got a takeaway, and 
obviously the box isn't as good of a uh, ventilation system as the or uh, whatever so uh, chips were soggy. soggy yeah so it didn't turn out well so me and Roshi now if we're going to get if we're not going for my street food we get uh ipo uh, like oh iPod. yeah um yes so we've got one of the minutes no. patty brews or no reference Paddy Blues. Jimmy Fleming. Yeah. And that's where you can get your paper chooses yes. tickets this weekend if you're out drinking. You've, you've dropped in everything, have you? What's you've that? dropped in the tickets. And yeah, the tickets are behind the bar yes. and the tickets are up now. Or the sale, the posters are up now. Yes, there you yes, go. Yes. There you go. Get Ryan Gibney, get your tickets. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, obviously like the shift in gore since pandemic has been very noticeable towards yeah. the pubs and everything like that. I think we've just all forgotten that we've gotten two years older yeah. and it's now socially unacceptable for any of us to be in McGovern's. Yeah, but I was in McGovern's a few times and the young crowd isn't there. Oh really? There's no young crowd in McGovern's oh. now. I, like, I haven't been there in the last few months but it was around Christmas time I was in there because I couldn't get into Pelicans and like it was just no young crowd. Like I, I was probably the youngest person there. So Remember big... the day we were in there a couple of months ago, we were meeting people in there and it was like maybe five o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday, there was a match on or something, we were going to watch it and there was like six young ones standing on the tables, like dressed in absolutely nothing and they were like, get down and they had to be kicked out at five o'clock in the afternoon yeah. we were like, where have they been? Yeah. yeah, so that was my last experience in McGovern's. Yeah. Yeah, like I do like McGovern's. It's a good, it's a good spot to kind of you know what you're getting. Like there is good, good music there, and obviously make his a very sound man, sound man on the door. Like yeah. yeah, so you do know what you're getting. But yeah, but Jimmy Fleming has been very good to the podcast uh, recently, and yeah. there we go. We'll probably be heading there after the live show on the twenty second. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. That's where the after party will probably be. Yeah. Um. So next one, reading a book or watching a film. Um, watching mm. a film for the connection, I think. Yeah. yeah. Film. Yeah, I would be the same. Like, I only read the odd book, and it's only when I have, like, a, I have an interest in the author or the topic, or, like, someone else has highly recommended it. Mm. So, like, I listen to a lot of, as I said in the Patreon, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. I prefer listening to an audiobook because I always find when I'm in the car, I hate listening to the radio. I can't stand because the ad breaks and the yeah. news because, like, there's stuff. There's not really a flow of conversation with the uh, kind of presenters, and then they go into music that might be shite. And you know, I also find myself clicking through and I can't find fucking anything. So I always listen to a podcast or an audiobook. Yeah, no, you don't have Spin, that's the only thing you yeah. Spin has been Spain great. Spin has not mentioned the war in Ukraine once, <laughs> any single time I've ever listened to it, it has never mentioned the war. And I'm like, do you know what? It's actually an icebreak. Positive vibes on spin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. When I drive off the double now, I will put on spin. Okay. And I find, find it is good. No, it is. Uh, there are melters on the radio station, <laughs> but generally when I'm listening to it, it's like before seven o'clock in the morning, so it's just music before seven, which mm. is great. Yeah. And then when I'm on my way home, that like from work at like half eight nine, that nighttime show is grand as well. So. But the lads in the morning are very funny though. The two lads. Yeah, they are, but I would only get like five, ten minutes of them, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, on this whole topic of listening to stuff in the car, uh, you've been listening to My Therapist Ghosted Me with Joanne McNally. Yeah, so I only recently started listening to it because I drove to Mayo last weekend and <laughs> West of Ireland radio stations are fucking shocking. <laughs> so I decided I'd put on a podcast and it was the first one that came up and it is hilarious. I've been listening to it. Non-stop. She's hilarious. Very intelligent woman, isn't she? Who? Joanne. Joanne. Mm. Who does she do it with? Vogue Williams. Oh, wow. Okay. Are best they good mates. together? Yeah, they're best mates. Oh, mm. I didn't know that. That's yeah. the sight of Vogue. I didn't know that. Because I appreciate um, Joanne. She's a lot. She's, she's 
very clever. Yeah. And the thing is, is that, like, this sounds really bad, but I can't stand Bill Williams when you're looking at it. Yeah. But when you can't see her, it's great. <laughs> oh, <right>. <laughs> but, like, she she talks sense, like, she's not... Ah, well, it's not really... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is any podcast really talking any sense? Fair enough, fair enough. You know? Yeah. Yeah, very we're talking pure shite. Yeah, very little on air. <laughs> but like they get on very well in their road yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. And Mel went to see them live. Did you? Would you go to see them live now if you would? Um, you I think it's just Joanne does her own comedy show. Oh, mm. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think she was in Bigger Street, was it? She was everywhere. She went to Wexford and Watford. She was, I think. She's done a whole like UK and Irish tour. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um. So it brings on to well, if we're talking about comedy gigs, uh, a concert or a comedy gig. Hmm. Gonna have to say comedy gig. Um, you leave a comedy gig, a good comedy gig. You leave with a just a lighter feeling. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm. Now, like, yeah. No, I stand by that. Um, but you get something different, like yeah. that classic music gig last night. I know it's not the same as probably the gig that you were referring to, <laughs> yeah. but I felt I was able to just. Yeah, but Michael, that's because if you've ever... So when you go to a classical musical thing with Michael, he just sits there like this. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, they, they can allow you. Yeah, Michael doesn't, like... Yeah, you're nearly asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, like, I'm a big... And then it comes to the end and he's like... <laughs> comes alive. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say though, no, I'm only it's growing on me though. I haven't remember when we went to one in Bray and there was a choir with it. And I'd say for fifteen minutes they went Ah Amen 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 Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? I like that I wasn't in the zone for that now I thought just speak on once. Yeah. Once is enough. But what's annoying about classical concerts is your hands are raw after because you have to clap for like five <laughs> minutes straight. No, they play for like maybe fifteen minutes, but then you have to clap for about five, and like you're like, can we stop this now? Please? And you're looking around, and everyone's still like, and you're like, my hands are close to bleeding now. Can we stop? Yeah. And it's just the thing you do. You have to do it. Yeah, yeah. it was the same there where like obviously I'm not a massive ABBA fan and they're past my generation. So and then obviously coming at the end, everyone was up dancing. like we were in the sea of power this year, you know, but everyone was up dancing and everything like and Ro- obviously Roche had to get me up because her and Rada were dancing <laughs> everyone around me and it was like and the best of times I don't dance and uh, like especially not for an ABBA ABBA <laughs> ABBA tribute act where I'm surrounded by old ones and it's like alright what to do? I sway side to side and go like, <laughs> do this like because I always find when I'm doing things like uh, I'm not sure if you watched Talladega Nights with uh, Will Ferrell he's like in an interview he's like I don't know what to do with my hands <laughs> it's like I don't know what to do with my hands there and it's just like and it's like right I don't, I don't I'm, I have no rhythm or no beat it's like look at the other ones like when are they talking <laughs> so like, I was just going along with the other ones like oh please finish this what were the favourite songs that went down so well last night oh, Dancing Queen Dancing Queen that's when everyone that's the first song that I think really got everyone up and then like Water Water was a big one and yeah. then you'd swear like fucking Abba actually came on to the stage and Mamma Mia came on like all the other ones erupted like because like you could tell obviously they all fucking loved Abba so they knew by the first note came, oh, came on like, what a beautiful yeah. so, yeah. oh that's great some of them absolutely lost their marbles it was yeah. now. Oh, but I, I went to a comedy gig, but I didn't explain why. Uh, the, you just have you been to comedy lately? I don't think I have. No. It's just when you have someone that 
is so funny. You just you leave, yeah, and every problems don't matter or something. You know? Love to see Michael McIntyre. Yeah, yeah. Love to see him. Yeah. yeah. So I went, me and Ross went to our first comedy gig and um, Daryl Breen there around Christmas time. Oh. And it was unbelievable. First, my yeah. first comedy gig and it was in the Vicar Street and uh, Daryl Breen was just fucking hilarious because obviously I loved um, Mock the Week and everything and we used to have Daryl Breen's comedy uh, DVDs and stuff and watch them. Yeah, it was so, so good. And like, I was actually sore from laughing and smiling and laughing. And he's actually insanely clever. Like. Yeah, yeah, he's so smart. And like, even for the whole second half, he was talking about how he was. Adopted through the land, the like, yeah, he was adopted wow. that, and how, yeah, and how we his whole journey about getting to know or finding out who his family was and who his mother was, and like the whole second half of the show was that, and it was brilliant. If there's he had a few punchlines in there, but like it was largely serious, and everyone loved it because he was talking about how and he found out that he has like a lot of half brothers in yeah. in I think it's Galway or somewhere, and. Like even before he met him, like one of the brothers, or I think a few of the brothers might be big into rugby, and lads in the rugby team, he starts telling me he looked like Daryl Breen. Oh, and they were like, you found him. That's so funny. That's great. It was so good. Uh, so yeah, definitely after that, now I'm going to try to go to a load of comedy yeah. And yeah. you know, I'm actually going to Tommy Tiernan at Helix. Uh, oh, you're so lucky. Uh, next oh, month in May. Oh, you're so lucky. I can't wait to go see Tommy Tiernan. And the I Helix saw... is a perfect venue. Uh, that's where Ashley's graduation Tiernan. was. Um, he did a gig in Foxes. Yeah, but now he's a, that's a totally different Tommy Tiernan. Yeah, it was a bit. Yeah. Ooh. He was like, like, he's ooh. joking about his yeah. stuff and stuff. Like, he doesn't do that like, now, but yeah. like, he. The man is just. And just it was so really, out there. It was kind of awkward as well. Like, it was. I think there was like 200 people at it. Mm. And like, he was just like. It was really awkward because I knew most of the 200 people that were there. And he's like pointing at people and like making kind of jokes about them. And you're like, oh. This is just really awkward. Yeah. yeah. So I think maybe in a now this was a good while ago, as you said, he was like kind of a bit like a little risky, but uh he probably would be better in a bigger audience where you can't necessarily yeah. pick people out. Yeah, no everyone there. Yeah. yeah, because me and Ocean actually have a busy month like right. month April month of May are actually very busy. Like obviously we went to the concert on Tree Rain last night, we're back in the Tree Rain on Tuesday. For which little mix. And another one I'm another one I'm being dragged because Roshin <laughs> Roshan loves it mix and right. I take him up, take him or leave him like I couldn't really care less. I'd draw on the radio, I probably would switch it. Uh, but yeah, Roshan loves that mix and like standing tickets were available there and she like basically like, right, we're going and it's like, fine. Uh, and then uh, the following week we're going to see Julieba and okay. wasn't for that, love Julieba. Uh, and then what else do we have? And then, like, the live show was on the 22nd. Yes. Um, the biggest concert of biggest the world. <laughs> the best, best night of the year. And then, Tommy Tiernan's then in May. Wow. So, busy. Or up and down in Dublin now, next next month and a bit. Um, yeah, so looking forward to that. Yeah, but, yeah, definitely that'll be comedy gigs. And one more, since we're honing in the comedy here, Neil Denimer. Um, yeah. I have been You're raving about him. You're now his biggest fan. Converted. It's just because I never expected him to be as funny. Yeah. Um, so he's in Gory on this Sunday, the first of May. Can't go for something I can't say, but there you go. Yeah, I like Neil Denmer as well. We had a, like, like that room, we had a DVD of Neil Denmer, like oh, 10 years ago, whatever, it was very good. Yeah. But it was recently on the two Johnny's podcast, it was very funny. Oh, right. He was good on that now. Yeah. Um, very good. Yeah, so moving on. Uh, so Will Ferrell or Adam Sandler? Will Ferrell. Yeah. Will Ferrell, but I don't have a big... No, I tell you, Will Ferrell all day. I'm just yeah. thinking of those videos of him on Saturday Night Live, and he yeah. just does the whole... 
I don't know what I'm doing really well. <laughs> he yeah. just does not give a single fuck. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. it's fucking hilarious. Like, yeah. I do love Adam Sandler as well, but Will Ferrell has the best comedy. But movies. isn't Adam Sandler supposed to be like a bit of a prick? Is like, it? in real life. Really? Isn't he a bit like, oh, thinks he's like. Yeah, probably. Shit, like. Yeah. And let's face it, he's not. Yeah. Yeah, I think Will Ferrell has a different kind of vibe off yeah. like he just uh, has, He just does not care. Yeah. Let's go get us. Yeah, like I love the Will Ferrell movies like Step Brothers. Step Brothers is probably one of the funniest movies. Yeah, oh, yeah. I used to watch that on repeat yeah. when I was younger. And then Anchorman. Anchorman is I'm blind. Like, I love that. funny. Um Palagan Nights as well. And uh, the other guys, I think the other guys are my favourite Will Ferrell movie I just because it's, um, it's, it's so fucking it's him, Mark Wahlberg, and just some of the it's just so like Storyline's so stupid and like some of the like <laughs> like minor storylines in it are just fucking hilarious and like some of the jokes in it are yeah. just gold. Yeah, definitely Will Ferrell. Um next one. Um The Late Late Show or the Graham Norton Show. Graham Norton Show. Yeah. Graham Norton. I haven't watched either in ages, but yeah. I think Graham Norton's on a breaker, he's not doing that at the moment. Yeah, I think I've seen an interview that is that's on a break, it's not happening at the moment. But yeah, Graham Norton is just so much more relaxed than like you can tell like people are having a drink and having a laugh and they, yeah. there's no kind of restraint. I think if people on the late late had a drink, it might be okay. Yeah. Mm. Also, you know when they do like a depressing late late, you're like, yeah. no one needs this. Things are depressing enough as it mm. is and we know that people are going through a hard time, but yeah they really need to see them yeah same thing like that last year whatever like the whole way through the pandemic of the late late show was just who's in the studio today yeah uh mario could you come down for a couple <laughs> half an hour talk there's like i don't care about mario mario's stock has been done today and late show yeah. late show why the fuck is he on it and then like oh let's get mario Mars. like whoever's just hanging around in the yeah. ca- canteen or yeah. to get and it's like like get someone on, on a fucking video call yeah, and do it like, do it. like yeah. there's yeah. no no restrictions there yeah so yeah the late late show has been a fucking and they're trying bore. to do like their best with like a t- obviously quite a tiny budget mm. because they never have anyone like big no if they're not in the UK or Ireland yeah if they're not, not if they're not touring the show like yeah. they're not RT yeah. aren't going to get yeah. like yeah. that offer yeah, definitely. Where they, like Graham Norton has like proper mm, big people on it. Yeah, all and the like, time. and they're not like you, they have like all these big Hollywood stars, and it's just there for a chat. And like they're, it feels like their guard is under walls, but yeah. it's not like they're mm-hmm. to fully promote them. Yeah. They're for like Graham, like they find funny stories about them. Like, is, is this true? And, and what I like as well is they have like usually kind of one not very well known person, mm-hmm. and then like two or three big celebrities that all kind of vaguely know each other. Yeah. But like the other one person, like goes in really well yeah uh, i saw a thing on tiktok the other day where it was lady gaga and do you know dot from eastenders mm. like the really really old lady yeah. and like um graham was like oh uh lady gaga do you know this lady and she's like you don't have to pretend you know me dear it's great but like the interaction between the two of them was unreal yeah you never and, see that yeah yeah no, it's, yeah definitely graham norman for the win um after and, sorry and the red chair yeah, it's gas. Ah, there's no stories are fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Apple or Android? Apple. Apple. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, I don't know how. Sa- how do people use Samsung? <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand it at all. My mom has. My mom's the only one in our house that has Samsung, and she's there, and like it takes her about twenty five presses of her phone to make a phone call, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how people use Android. No offense to any Paper Tuesdays listeners that's listening to no. this no. on an Android, <laughs> but. Come on, man. And I think I you can buy live show tickets on Android. Probably. Yeah, you probably can, yeah. yeah. They're, that, they're good enough for that now. Um, <laughs> That's all they can do. Yeah. Like, I, I, someone, I have to do something on the phone as an Android. I'm just like, 
where the fuck do I go? Yeah, they're so confused. <laughs> I was thinking there, like, my phone died on the way home from Shireen last night, and I had to use Roshin's man for the directions, because we, we did try to find a chipper that was off the main road, <laughs> and I, my phone died, and it was just like, where the fuck is Maps? Uh, why is it so awkward? And then the same thing as well, Roshin's man has, like, the text enlarged, so it's like... <laughs> How can you see anything? I was trying to go on, like, trying, like you know what, you start on Google Maps and you have the map there and you have your okay your analysis. Yeah. It's like, I can't see anything on the map because the words are so big. But yeah, yeah, definitely Apple. Um, obviously, because I've nearly every Apple thing bar at Apple Watch, like, I have an iPad, I have a MacBook, I have, a, I have an iPhone, I just cut. They, I'm fully invested. Uh, fully invested yeah. and I'm fully brainwashed by Apple. Me too. Um, but do you know what I think is all about the Androids, in fairness to them? Good cameras, some of them. Yeah. Then what is it? The OnePlus phones. Yeah. They have unbelievable cameras. Saying like my brother Michael has the one of the top range Galaxy, uh, like Samsung Galaxies, and they do have. Really Their cameras are very good. Yeah, and like the zoom on them is very good. But then like when they go to use uh, Snapchat and it's just like a potato. It's yeah. Just like, I don't know. Maybe I think there could be some collusion there with Apple that like they're making those apps like, purely for themselves. Purely for yeah. like they have systems with those apps that's like don't let Android have a good camera on it because yeah. it is like the cameras good on those phones. It's just the yeah. functionality cross between the, the apps yeah. don't fully yeah. connect well. So yeah, mm. and that's so. And last question, always is a blur. Oasis. 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 I don't listen. I don't. I can't. I can't think of a blur song at all. I heard um something on the radio the other morning. I don't know what they were talking about, but it was um there was a band called Blue. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And it was when they just come out. Some. It was like oh, it was some. I can't remember what it was for, but it was like some like government wanted to book Blur for like. I don't know, some ceremony or something. And anyway, they accidentally booked Blue. And the lads from Blue thought that they were unreal being flown like first class over. I think it was like Japan or Taiwan or somewhere like really random. And uh, they <coughs> arrived at set to do this song and they were like warming up or whatever. And they started playing their song and they were like, no, no, don't do that one, do this one. And they were like, that's... Blur. That's not us. Oh, <laughs> that but was. it was some secretary booked like the completely. Oh, that was so awkward. That's hilarious. Yeah. Wow. I can't remember what it was for, but it was like some big ceremony. like ceremony or something. Yeah. yeah. That's guys. Um that Shane, how long did that take uh you to do? The quiz? Yeah. Uh, two minutes. I had a few different that, questions that like I asked off, but like yeah, I was just like this or that, like what can I do to fill up the space? You um you, that was incredible. There you go. You have a very, um, you have a mind like a speeding train. <laughs> if I'd say Thank so. Yeah, I did the same thing was when me and Mark had to do a Patreon together. I was like, right, uh, because I took it from when Rory was on and he said he loved the game. So I was like, right, so that's a good uh, yeah. insight to people. People like the games. <laughs> so I was like, anytime I'm going to be on the front of the camera, I'm going to bring a game to it. So nice. oh, well, you've done it well. It was uh, Donatella Versace. That's what it was. Yeah, it was for a fashion show. Oh, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's guys. That's incredible. Yeah, in twenty twenty one, and it was in Milan for their big show. Fashion week. That's, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was something. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> these sort of yeah. Uh, it's Easter to Sunday, so I was going to give you one of these ones. I love uh, like wacky traditions from around the world. Uh, apparently, there was whip cracking in the Czech Republic and Slovakia. Um, so there was this whip like, cracking. Yeah, where the like you'd have two Just whips and you'd go. Tch, 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 
for Easter. Yeah, apparently so. They're a bit weird over there, though. There you go. But they even do it like as in a spin-off. They've done it in what do you call it? Um, Australia. There's videos of it on Australia. Um, there's a Russian one here. We're going to skip that because they're invading countries at the moment. Um, the Easter Bilby from Australia. Um, What's that? Those, so this is a Bilby. So instead of this isn't really a, a strange condition or condition, <laughs> uh, tradition, but uh, yeah, they just instead of an Easter bunny, they have an Easter bilby, which oh, is like an animal, a, an animal okay. and it's actually an endangered animal. So it's trying to show how, um, you know, it's an important. It's one. like a little rodent thingy. Yeah, Aussies can scoff at will, knowing that every bite they take is helping to save an endangered species. Okay. Strange article. The world's biggest Easter omelette in France. That's more like it. Uh, the residents of Howe. H-A-U-X usually crack more than four four thousand five hundred eggs into a gigantic pan and they have a massive Easter omelette. It serves a thousand people. This is my sort of thing. And then people gather in the main square and they have the that's if I'm doing something gory, I'm making a massive omelette and everyone's going to Surely God that's against a lot of health and safety rules. It might be, but I still gonna do it. Do you know what? If I was gonna make a massive scone, like a, a scone the size of this Michael room. Loves scones. I do, yeah. And here's your scone fab and here you go Matty and, and yeah this is, that's what I want to do in Hungary women dress up in traditional clothes on Easter Sunday and they get splashed with water uh, but it certainly beats getting whipped so there's a woman in Hungary getting splashed with water that's not splashed with water that's been drained in water <laughs> there you go and what is the witches of Easter Wick in Finland ooh Finland Halloween comes early in Finland where children dress up as witches well there you go tobacco trees in Papua New Guinea Fair play to them. Ah, yes, the gold, crucifixion and flagellation in the Philippines. <laughs> Fair play to them. I think they, they do the same in uh, Brazil. They would take it just that little bit further. That's it. They? Yeah. yeah, yeah, just a little bit too far. Anyway. And do they actually put someone up on a cross? Yeah, I'm not, in some places they do go with the nails as well for a little while. Why? Why? Life is tough enough as it is. Yeah, you don't true. Need nails exactly. your hands we don't need, yeah, here, here. Uh, the Easter Bunny sees red in Greece, so that is where the multicolored eggs in Greece. Actually, Greece, you'll only find red eggs because red is the color of life. Hmm, interesting. Egg is the symbol of renewal of life as well. Uh, criminal intent in Norway. Easter time <laughs> is crime time in Norway. Television channels run crime shows. <laughs> so People across the country escape into their mountain cabins and spend the weekend with the whodunit television shows and books. Even the milk cartons carry short detective stories. It started when there was a novel, novel released in 1923. There you go. Uh, the Great Easter Bunny Hunt in New Zealand, a little bit more, more, more normal. Oh, actually, no. They're actually bunnies that they... <laughs> they go and they hunt go and the, It's the Great Easter Bunny Hunt. <laughs> the idea is to rid farmlands of invasive pests with over 500 hunters vying for the coveted prize of 3,500 uh, New Zealand dollars. And with over 10,000 like rabbits meeting their maker each year, the Easter Bunny sensibly gives this corner of New Zealand a miss. I think they're taking the religious element to Easter a bit too far, bringing them to Jesus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Meet their maker, like, it's <laughs> fucking extreme. Poor oh, rabbits. I think, they, I think there's no religion there. I think it's uh, get rid of those darn rabbits. Yeah, <laughs> It's a little bit sad though because the kids are like, these two bunnies here. Well, it's dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what happens at a, a kid's party when they bring the bunny there? It's like, fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put a knife into him. Yeah. 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 So I get a lot of notifications out of like, all oh, my soccer after on the helmet at the Premier League is starting in Super Sunday. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Interesting. 
Did Everton beat Man United? They did, 1-0. All right. Fat Frank is bringing Everton back. So, Lamp, Lamp, Lampard. Frank, yeah, Frank Lampard is fat. <laughs> How old is he now? He's, he's, he's nearly 40. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah, maybe he's got a good life of it. Mm. Yeah, he's in trouble. I could be getting sick. Could be getting sick. Was he managing or? Yeah, he's managing. He's been oh, sorry, I thought he was playing. Yeah. No, no. He's been, a, he's been retired two years. He's, this my... entire team is managed now, Michael. Okay. So, yes. I'm glad you said rugby earlier. Because if you said soccer, soccer yeah, you'd have been yeah, a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this has been one of the most wholesome podcasts. There you go. Wholesome. Yeah, I, I don't think, think Mark has. would agree. No? Yeah. No, because he's not here. Mm. But it just has been a very wholesome podcast. So I'm glad we've been able to do justice without our other half um, <laughs> so you've uh, been great uh, go on and buy your tickets and thank you Shane and happy Easter happy, happy Easter. Easter yeah don't yeah. flagellate yourselves and don't <laughs> flagellate other people either alright don't kill any bunnies yes yeah. ta-ta and farewell <laughs>